This podcast tells the stories behind the craft breweries across the country. I'm Erica. Matt. And sound guy Ryan. And you're listening to an episode of Brewers. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome. What's going on? We hope everyone's self-quarantine is doing well. I hope that you have been doing a lot of good things. And staying positive. In quarantine. Yeah, yeah. staying positive. That's the number one thing. And that ho- is the key thing right there. And hopefully yeah. enjoying a lot of good beer. I know that we have not Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are starting to go through their like cellar beers at this point. So yeah. pretty cool. Love seeing all the cellar beer shares. Yes. I saw yep. someone drinking a Kate the Great, like an, an old Kate the Great the other day. Ooh. And I was like, oh. You fancy. You fancy. You fancy. <laughs> But the um, beer, yeah. the beer fairy uh, visited me, uh, Matt. Do you know what the beer fair the uh, beer fairy gave me? I I don't know what the beer fairy gave you, or do I? I think you do. So I was I had extra beer at my house. So I'm I'm not drinking as much beer, and I gave Ryan a pallet of beer. Ooh, or not a pallet of beer. I a gave pallet. Him. It's a lot of beer. I gave yeah. him some beer. Eighty cases. <laughs> Eighty cases of beer. That's what I can. Nice. <laughs> no, no, there's um, some Centilli in there. There was some Jack's Abbey uh, pills. Let's see. There was their Jack's Abbey amber. There was some shillings. How is that shipping up to Boston beer? Oh my god, it was great. I yeah. loved it. No, I like. I I'm all gone. Like I just. You're, you're all downing. gone. Yeah, I, I kept down in those. Those were so good. Speaking of Jack's Abbey, I caught um, Crafted Company's interview with with Sam from Jack's Ooh. Abbey, and it was awesome. I bet. Um, Very cool. Crafted Company, for you guys that aren't know that you don't know, follow them. They're a Boston based um, like events company that focuses around beer, and and they're awesome. They are. They are. Yeah. Um, and Christine, who is incredible, um, is doing her beers with brewers which she typically does like once twice a month uh, but, but virtually and like way more often yes yeah um and we've kind of like borrowed her premise and started doing our own thing which we aren't drinking beers with the brewers um but we are interviewing we are drinking uh, beers though yeah we're drinking beers but not the yes. what they're doing is really cool there uh last night they lined up like three beers to have like a virtual taste test with and it was awesome and i learned actually a lot about some of my favorite beers from from them um but uh we are going to be doing one this monday which we did one last monday or you know the past monday that just passed and uh we're actually doing one outside of new england what are we doing matt we are doing branch and bone ale and where are they out of they're out of dayton ohio and you may have heard about them um because they hit a list that two local breweries around the Massachusetts area also was on. So our friends Channel Marker and Vitamin C were also on the 10 hottest breweries of 2020. Ah, or I was going to say about IPAs maybe, but... No, they do some farmhouse stuff, so I'm pretty... Ooh, cool. that's really cool. Yeah, uh, I'm very, very excited to have them on um, because Alan from Amory Tomb, who we had on Monday, was like, we did a collaboration beer with them and we love them and you guys should love them. And it would be awesome if you got them on and down and down. Yeah. So look forward to that. I don't know if I'm going to be doing the interview. Eric is going to be doing it or Ryan, but I mean, I chimed in the last one, which was pretty great. My peppers was on That's right. the video, which was pretty amazing. You know, yeah. so if you want some really great shots of a really cute dog, just, you know, hang out for a few minutes. That's right. During our I video. Wait. I can't wait for you to incorporate your dog into some brewer's post. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but other than that, how have you guys been? You know, drinking beers, hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Drinking a lot of beer, getting uh, this new internet up and running. It's been a feat. Yeah. yeah. What are you drinking uh, specifically? I know, Ryan, you mentioned some of those Jack's Abbey and Centilli, but. Yeah, so actually right now I, I dove into the back of my fridge and grabbed a um an idle time heli. Nice. Heli's lager. Yeah, pretty fucking good still. I'm drinking a Viva Habanero from Night Shift, which is a rye ale with agave nectar and habanero peppers. And it is spicy. 
Is that a is that a Erica? I am actually having an ecstasy of gold by uh, Widowmaker. Yeah, I thought I, I thought that was a Widowmaker can. Pretty cool. So we're we're still staying local, drinking local stuff. Again, this week I've been drinking a lot of White Claws because there ain't no laws when you're drinking White Claws. No laws, no laws. So Ryan, who do we have up for this week? Uh, we have Untold, and we interviewed Matt. Huh, good name. I know it is a great name. Uh, Untold Brewing is in Situate, Massachusetts, and believe it or not. I don't often buy brewery swag. I don't know why. I just have so much of it. And this was Hard like, to believe, Matt. I know. This you... is the this was the one time that I bought one. Not one time, but this was one of the infrequent times that I buy brewery swag. And it's my favorite sweatshirt. I literally wear my untold sweatshirt all the time. I believe it. And not to mention, I love their beer. It's very good. And they're doing some pretty cool stuff. Like many, what are they doing now for coronavirus? Well, they're not just doing it for coronavirus. They are, <laughs> um, they are maintaining. Um, they're opening up um, their brewery still, um, not to the public for you know, like not for like public consumption, but they're doing um, drive up. Uh, mm-hmm. So this is from their website directly. All right, so Untold Brewing is temporarily offering retail sales of our packaged beer to go for curbside pickup and local delivery, which is awesome. Breweries are doing local delivery right now. That's really cool. Um, Appreciate that. Any beer purchased on this page is for local local pickup and local delivery only. Um, They cannot ship beer through through the mail. No one in Massachusetts can ship beer at this point. I don't know if those rules will change. Yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Prices available for four packs of 16-ounce cans and include can deposit. Um, obviously, their taproom staff is greatly affected by, by the current state of the industry. Every taproom is, so this is not to say that they're any different. Um, and they would really, really, really love if you guys left a tip. So if you buy Untold, um, leave a tip. We've been doing that. I know for a fact I was at Notch. I went to Night Shift. I went to... Nice. Uh, spyglass last week and i left a nice tip because the people that you know you know our bar staff or yeah all that goes directly to the company yep um i know at brado specifically any gross sales they make is going to a kind of emergency fund for everyone that works there so this month all that money is going directly to the staff um, which is pretty awesome yeah um so they are also practicing social distancing, which every brewery, I must stress, is as well that I've found in Massachusetts. I don't think there is one that is not. And if they are, shame on them. But I don't think that's Shame on them. Um, so in order to encourage social distancing for both customers and their staff, they're asking you stay in the car and give them a call at the following phone number. 781-378-0559. That number again is 781-378-0559. When you arrive... They will come out and bring the order. They are doing um, delivery. Um, it's a $5 fee, and they can go to Situate, Norwell, Marshfield, Cohasset, Hingham, Hanover, Duxbury, and Hull. Oh, um, that's actually a pretty big big area. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and 100% of the that $5 charge will go back to the staff. That's awesome. Um, there is a $40 minimum for local. And uh, any orders outside of the f- our radius or under $40 will be canceled and refunded. So... Make sure that you are within that 40 mile. 40 miles. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. 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 And um, who's taking these orders? Is like, are they just driving themselves around or? I don't know. I mean, just with talking with Matt in this interview, you guys will find how awesome, like, untold really. It might just be Matt. (laughs) That'd be crazy. Um, But it's been inspiring to see what everyone's been doing um, lately. Yeah, another thing that's really cool that's happening is we see uh, breweries like Alchemist uh, come further into Massachusetts, and you can find their beer uh, pretty regularly now in- until it's sold out. Um, yeah. I know in Salem there were like a couple spots uh, where you were able to get their beer. Now, you know, certain people are like, well, you should just support the local breweries there. But, you know, it's kind of cool that you can still get that beer you know if you if you so choose to pick up a four pack i know a lot of those stores are still having like those like one or two four pack minimums and you're still able to support your local brewery but 
you know, it's kind of cool that, you know, these uh, breweries are just trying to make a couple bucks more, you know, because yeah. again, it is really trying times and I understand why they're doing it um, just because they need to make those extra bucks to make up from their tap room. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I know. Nice yeah. It's been awesome to support the local guys. Um, yeah. But I mean, Agreed. I'm just guilty as going to the packy and getting like white claw. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that's yeah. not, and I, and it's terrible, but it's also like it's not as easy for me to go to a, to a brewery in this time right now. I, yeah. I'm still essential personnel, which which it is what it is. Um, and I'm thankful for that, you know, to be able to go to work every day. Um, but I'm as a result working like crazy hours now. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's been crazy. I personally have been going through all of my beer in my fridge. I have so much beer built up. Yeah. And um, it's pretty great. I'm making a real dent. And maybe another week or two, I'll start going through my cellar beer. Pretty I'm accepting exciting. donations. <laughs> I will give you some of my beer. I am accepting donations. You are far away. Uh, I will drive to you, and you can leave it out to your, uh, your, you know, your steps. And then uh, curbside pickup, right? So, Sound Guy Ryan, for anyone who's interested, you can find him on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I don't know, maybe. Yep. For your beer donations. Yes. <laughs> if a beer I'm, you don't like, donate to Sound Guy Ryan. I'll drink it. He's here for you. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, we when when this is all said and done, we have to go to the gym. We gotta get our summer body on. <laughs> oh my god, dude. <laughs> You're so right. Um <laughs> uh, well, you know, it, it, while things really do kind of suck, I mean we we're seeing the numbers increase with coronavirus and um we're seeing you know unfortunately more and more like deaths uh we are i think we're we're starting to go forward and i this new norm for us kind of stinks but i i'm so excited to to see you guys in a couple i'm hoping in a couple weeks i'm hoping i'm hoping it's a couple i mean may 4th may the 4th be with you is what we're looking at right now that's what we're looking at right now yeah (laughs) all right well like we said, um, Untold Brewing from Citrus, Massachusetts, is our guest this week. We don't have much Pink Boots news, I'm guessing, Erica. No, there's not much going on. I mean, like I said before, you know, try to get out there and get as many of the Pink Boots cans that you can. Yep. Um, you know, their beer has been brewed and is out there. Uh, growlers, possibly, if your brewery is doing a growler of it, you know, definitely try to support any way you can. Um, otherwise, everything's just kind of up in the air right now. So. Stay tuned for after Corona. <laughs> That's right. Um, I do want to just mention um, one of our sponsor shirts on tap. They are still doing things right now. Um, and, and just like other people in you know this industry, we want to help support them as well. So if you are a current Shirts on Tap member, you can also do like e-gift cards for Shirts on Tap. And mm-hmm. you can help them out. Um I would suggest going to their website and looking up um, some of the options you can do. Um, and that gift card gives money to them directly. So if you don't want to use shirts on tap right now, that's okay. You can use it down the road. And I love the the shirts that I get. I know that they are not doing a April month this month just to be responsible about screening yeah. their shirts, which 100% totally support and behind. Um, that does not mean that any breweries that signed up for it and i'm sure they know this so if you were excited about seeing the april shirts they are still going to do those at some point just down the road so make sure okay. that you go um if you haven't signed up for shirts on tap sign up um because it's an awesome it's an awesome company uh we don't have many sponsors because there's not many sponsors that we quote unquote you know not it's not that we're but we want ones that we really stand behind and the brand and all of that stuff and they're one for sure as with beer and wine hobby yeah, they do good stuff for sure. They do. And uh, Beerman Hobby is swamped right now because you guys are amazing. As everyone knows, it's the perfect time to start brewing. So, you know, it is. We appreciate that. It is. I'm still working because all of you find people who are home brewing at home. I know. I'm pretty excited to, hear, to taste some home brews down the road. I'm really hoping I get to meet up with some of my friend home brewers and try some of their stuff because. For sure. I know that there's a lot sitting in some kegs right now. <laughs> Definitely. Yep. Well, 
guys, anything else for this week? Well, if you're really bored, you can go ahead and go to hoppedupnetwork.com to listen to all the other beer podcasts. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. So Yeah, and um, otherwise, please stay safe. Stay home. Wash your hands. Don't spread it. Yeah, wash your hands. Yeah. And uh, yeah. until next week, we will catch you on the outro. Cheers. 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 Hey, Sound Guy Ryan here. Didn't know if you heard, but we're a part of the Hopped Up Network. There you'll find other informative podcasts about beer. So go ahead, follow them on social media, and visit them on their website, hoppedupnetwork.com, to learn more about the people, beer, and breweries from around the country. And until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers. This week's episode would not be possible without our amazing sponsor, Shirts on Tap. Each month, they team up with breweries from across the country and create a custom shirt and deliver it to your doorstep, along with stickers and coupons. Sign up today using the promo code BREWROOTS for $5 off your first box. Head on over to ShirtsOnTap.com today. And remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. You looking to get into a new hobby? Oh, yeah. Sure thing. Well, Erica, where can we do that? Go down to Beer and Wine Hobby. Ooh. And what can we get there? Everything you need to start your homebrew journey. And we'll help you along that journey by using our promo code BREWROOTS to get 10% off your next order. Visit beer-wine.com to start your homebrew journey today. Well. Okay. Here we are. We just had an amazing meal. What was the galley? The galley. The galley. galley Do we call it the galley or what's it called? Galley kitchen? It's called Galley Kitchen. We call it the Galley. I feel like a local calling it the Galley. That's nice. Yeah, no, it is nice. Um, And by, you know, just hearing the air in the background like we discussed earlier and just knowing what the Galley is, we're obviously in the South Shore. Obviously. We are at a very cool brewery. The coolest. Actually, you know what? That's funny. Everyone did say they're probably the coolest brewery. Yeah. Uh, We're at at Untold (laughs) Brewery in Situate, Mass. And that's Situate. If you look how we spell it, you'll probably say Skituati or something silly. One of our most frequent questions. How do you say it? Definitely. So where are you from? How do you pronounce that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Nice. It's anything in Massachusetts we've had, you know, Worcester. Oh, I want that beer from Worcester that you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, we literally said Worcester and you're saying Worcester. Yeah. Silly people. Killing it. (laughs) <laughs> we love all our fans from all across the country. All but, of them. Um, yeah, but we're in Situate Mass, Untold Brewing. And uh, thank you for opening up on Monday to drink beer with us and talk shop. Always happy to open up to drink beer. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It, it sounds like it's a it's a brew day, too. Um, we it smells, see. smells like a brew day in here. It smells yeah. like a brew right. day. Sounds yeah. like Monday a brew day. is the one day of the week right now. We're not open to the public, but yeah. we brew that day. Just nice. to keep the commotion to a minimum. Yeah. Yeah. We're open. I always wish that this smell could be a candle. I've Literally, always right? said, like, Same. this smell. There needs to be a wart candle. Yeah, wart candle. But there are probably mm. people who would be like, no, I don't want that candle. But to My me, girlfriend <laughs> would hate it. Perfect. Brewers want it. Yeah. I want it. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, Matt, how are you today? I'm fantastic. Awesome. I'm glad you guys could swing by. Me too. Same. Uh, so, we start every episode by asking um, your role here at the brewery and then uh, your first memory of beer. Oh, man. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Think far back. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm, I'm the founder of the brewery. Um cool. Yeah, we opened up a little over two years ago, but I've been in beer for close to five years now, which is kind of crazy. And my fondest memory of beer? Or first memory. First memory It can of be beer. fondest, too. I Fond- mean, tell me no, fondest those, and first. Those are two very different things. <laughs> I'm sure they are. <laughs> first memory is probably a, a rolling rock. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> that someone acquired right, for right. us, and we went to an undisclosed location, and... So usually the woods or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's parents aren't home. Ooh. <laughs> or out in the marsh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, then what is your first memory of craft beer? Oh, first memory of craft beer. I've been getting together with some friends every year around New Year's. And I remember like right after college, we were drinking the, the yellow fizzy stuff and someone brought dogfish head. And I believe it was Arrogant Bastard because they like the label with the gargoyle. And yeah. Tried it and it was so different than anything I'd ever <laughs> had before. Better than yeah. the PBR, the Gansett oh, that you were having. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just I mean, so much flavor in it, and uh, we were drinking that all night. And it was just 
it was super enjoyable. It was right. much different than anything I'd uh, experienced at that point. Nice. So, so, Matt, you mentioned college. I'm guessing you didn't go for brewing science or fermentation science. What, what was the original plan for you? The original plan, I was a biology major. Okay. okay. But uh, kind of made my way into the healthcare arena. So I was working with hospitals for a while. Um, all around the country, traveled a lot. So I was kind of consulting with them around the Affordable Care Act that uh, the Obama administration passed. It was a very, very different type of job, but uh, it was it was enjoyable. It just wasn't sort of my calling in life. And that's, hmm. uh, that's where the change happened about yeah. five years ago. Talk um, about that change. What was that spark for you, and why were you homebrewing before? I guess it was actually probably before five years ago. So I'm from Situate, grew up here. Situate, and that's how you say it. Situate, <laughs> you got it. And uh, married a girl from Seattle. We, we met in Boston, but after we got married, we actually moved out to Seattle to be closer to her family. And Great beer scene out there. Amazing yeah. beer yeah, scene. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just Hands ridiculous. Down. Yeah, and I just got totally wrapped up in the scene out there. Like, I mean, breweries on every block. You don't do pub crawls. You do brewery crawls. And I just got swept away with the, the craft beer like scene out the there. The charm of it. Yeah, yeah. and I started homebrewing. I Started on the stovetop, then moved to the garage, and then, you know, the cars moved out of the garage so I could move more <laughs> homebrew stuff in. And, and Yep, yep. You um, caught the bug. Big time. Yeah. Yep. Big time. And I, I was in a homebrew club, so I was just talking shop with people all the time. And around the time my second kid was born, I got sent on the road again for my other desk job and just kind of asked myself, why am I doing this? Why is homebrewing just a hobby mm. when I can make it, you know, a career? So... It's just a total leap of faith. I thought I'd give it a shot, and if it didn't work out, that's fine, you know. But I, I needed you had a to at least try. Kind of, yeah, yeah, I needed to at least try. It's all I thought about. It's all I really wanted to do. So around what year were you? This talking? was 2000 when I started looking for a brewer's job. It was 2013. So right before kind of the huge, huge boom. boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right at the beginning. Yeah. And I just got. I don't know. I, I got lucky. I got introduced to uh, someone who ran a brewery in Seattle, Georgetown Brewing Company. Cool. And just went in for an informational interview to, like, you know, find out if he had any thoughts or suggestions how I get my foot in the door. And they just happened to be hiring for a brewer. So I interviewed and nice. somehow got the job. But yeah. I'm really glad I did. Nice. Do you remember, you know, your first homebrew batch? Everyone tells you it's it's wonderful, right? You can give it to your, your wife, your friends. They say, oh, it's the best beer I've ever had. But you deep down, you know it sucks. You know, when I first had that, that first batch, I thought it was the best thing right. in the world. <laughs> At that time, I, I nice. thought it was. If I could go back in time and sit next to myself and try it again, I'm sure it would be. What, that'd be super interesting, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> really bad. What was, uh, can you think back and do you, do you look back at your brewer notes from there? Like, you know, what you were using? Oh, I've still got them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've got the archives. Yeah, it was an IPA. Uh, had a lot of caramel malt in it, so that's where the industry was then. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, and it was all Amarillo hops. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. nice. Um, what bit of information that you know present day that you wish you told, you know, Matt, five years ago? <laughs> open sooner. <laughs> open sooner. <laughs> no, I mean, we hear that. Yes. Take more money out and open sooner. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. really. No, I mean, I'm, I'm super happy with the, the path I chose because I learned from some super smart people. Yep. Um, you know, still keep in touch with a lot of people at Georgetown Brewing out in Seattle, and they're just, I mean, that, that place is world-class. So I feel very fortunate to have learned from the people there. I think if I could give myself some additional advice, it would be just, uh, especially with, like, the home brewing, like, just temperature control made a huge impact yeah. in my yeah. in my brewing. For sure. Um, and just, you know, the attention to detail, because every detail matters. And I... I I'd like to think all brewers are paying attention to all the details, but, you know, you have some beers and you're like, I, you just yeah. taste it, you know, immediately. Yeah. What, what could be different about yeah. it? Yeah. Um, what sparked the move back to Situate? So when my wife and I were talking about Untold and, you know, what it was going to be, um, we thought about Seattle. We really did. But there are so many breweries in Seattle. I mean, the, the density is, is crazy. I mean, you can literally walk from, like, you know, door to door without leaving a neighborhood and hit 12 breweries. Yeah. So I just seemed like a greater opportunity here, higher ceiling, if you will. So we decided to kind of move back and, and luckily found a spot in situ. That was a challenge for sure. Because it's just, there's only so many industrial areas Locations, in a small yeah. Oceanside town. Uh, about that time too, uh, my partner, Kyle, who unfortunately couldn't be here right now, but he was also 
planning to move to the northeast Vermont. Wanted to check out, and he's he's. So did you you and Kyle intersect in so Seattle? So he and I yes. So he and I worked together at Georgetown. And cool. We, okay. He started like right before me, so we kind of I followed Grew him together through training, almost, yeah. and we started working the same shifts, and nice. yeah, I just became good friends that way. Cool. Uh, so when he told me he was thinking of moving to the Northeast and I was already kind of planning to come back. I yeah. was like, well, you know, it's close to Vermont. <laughs> Massachusetts. Yeah. 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 Luckily, uh, he was. You'll love this uh, ocean city right near the coast. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Where everything closes at 9 p.m. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm kind of curious. You guys both kind of, not coming from originally, but being in Seattle for a long time, kind of cutting your teeth there. What are some of the major differences between the beer scene now in the West Coast versus the East Coast? That is a fantastic question. Thank you. <laughs> Erica, did you think of that all the I actually own? have been, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, the immediate kind of difference, I think, is just variety. Mm-hmm. I, I love the Northeast, but... It's all uh, IPAs? It's a lot of hazy IPAs. <laughs> yeah. It, Sorry, we say it. You don't have it's to say okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> we say it every week. It's a lot. And yeah. I get it. I mean, we brew a hazy IPA, and it's gone. Like, yeah. the, the snap There's, of a finger. So yeah, yeah. I totally get it. Um, Which keeps the lights on and people having a career. Exactly. Almost, yeah. I know. It pays the bill. The haze pays. <laughs> so, the haze you pays. pays. I like I it. I like it. We should make a st- you should make a sticker for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Done. Yeah, dude, the mass brewers killed all by that, I feel like. <laughs> it's it's crazy, but it's yeah. true. And, and yeah. there's some amazing hazy IPAs out there. I mean, world-class yeah. hazy of course, IPAs. Of course. Yeah. Um, the Pacific Northwest, I just felt like there was more variety. There was like mm-hmm. a barley wine festival. And nice. Jesus Christ. I would I, dream for that. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and I, I understand understand like you know the, the sales perspective on all that yeah. out here but it, it was just fun yeah. to have mm-hmm. a little more variety and differentiation totally. Yeah. totally i mean what have you brought from the west coast so the e- well our, east. our number one selling beer is east by northwest that's kind of a play on yeah so you know we we cut our teeth in the northwest we're now in the east and that is a yeah. west coast ipa so it's got that nice piney you know more bitterness up front and it's clear yeah go figure it's yeah. got <laughs> oh is it a real idea it's, it's even got I a little mean. caramel malt in there do not what? tell anyone that i know oh i know so it's it's different but I, I think that's helped us it's helped differentiate from Everyone everything else. else out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it really is. It's our, our number one seller by a large margin. That's pretty awesome. I mean, when you... West Coast beer surviving yeah. on the East Coast. Right. <laughs> That's really cool. Looking at your menu, um, I do see IPAs on there, but I mean, we see the Imperial, we see a Bisco, we see a Brown, a Blonde. Um, yeah. Was it important for you to have that variety for, you know, the person who comes in there and they do like the the yellow fizzy stuff, you know, it's important to have that variety for a drink for everyone. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, Kyle and I talked at length about, you know, who we wanted to be and what beers we wanted to, to make. And I think the common phrase you hear is, you know, we want to brew what we like to drink. Yeah. So that definitely well, played a part. Every would have a lager and a Pilsner. I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. The lager is on the radar for sure. We haven't done one yet. Um, but it, we, we wanted to brew, you know, beers that we like to drink and, and, East by Northwest and then Pale 143, which is our American Pale Ale. Those are our two best sellers, and those are the ones that we, you know, distribute the most. But in the tap room, we wanted a variety, and that's kind of influenced by our time in Seattle. So we do have a brown ale. Uh, we do have a blonde ale. Our, you know, we do a lot of seasonal stuff. So our yeah. harvest ale is, you know, winding down. I think we've got a couple cases left. We brewed that for the fall and Thanksgiving. We do uh, an Irish red that we'll release Ooh, in March. Situate awesome. is a very huge nice. Very nice. Uh, Irish, Irish community. Yeah, yeah. community. So uh, that, that sells very well. And yep. we just try to keep mixing it up, you know. Very cool. cool. Uh, so you said you guys are most known for by your East by Northwest. That kind of sells. Is that, would you call that your flagship? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. If we had a flagship, that's, that's it. It's just it's. It's a good solid beer, and it's <laughs> it, it, it's tasty, and, and I don't know, people keep buying it, so we keep making it. Yeah. Talk nice. about the what hops are you guys using for that, and that one is so it's it's piney. It has a lot of Chinook hops that we get yeah. from a cool. uh, farm in uh, Yakima Valley in Washington. Mm-hmm. Cool. It also has mosaic hops in it for a little kind of citrus to yeah. the blend in there, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I believe it also has a Zaka, Cascade, and Columbus in it. Very good. Yeah. It's an awesome co- combination. Yeah. Um, love the brew house. You guys have, you make a, you, you don't have a huge space, big space here, right? 
but you make a lot of do with what, what you have here. Yeah. Can you talk about the, the brew house that you guys have here? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, the, the building itself is about 4,200 square feet. Which, again, so is nice. big, but nice. it's not huge. Yeah, yeah. Big, I wish it was bigger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we brew on a 15-barrel DME uh, okay. two-vessel system. So we usually... You guys double batch in? Stuff? We do. So we're doing a two, two batches today, I think. That's it this week. We usually do two Monday, two Wednesday. Nice. Um, it's not too bad. Yeah, we're kind of, yeah. I mean, situate me in a coastal community, we'll slow down after the holidays. So yeah. I'm just yeah. kind of preparing for that. Right. Um, but summer yeah. must be just hopping. Summer <laughs> is nuts. Yeah. It's absolutely nuts. It's a big you know, vacation yeah. town. Uh, it's like five different beaches in situate. So we, we like being here in the summertime for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a great yeah. spot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we've got uh, two 30 barrel fermenters and six 15 barrel fermenters out back. Wow. Cool. Nice. 30 barrel bright and two 15 brights. Damn. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> That's a yeah. Lot. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, you guys are brewing some pretty cool stouts here as well. Uh, do you guys nice. barrel age as well? We are. We are just actually kind of kicking off our, or being able to, I guess, enjoy the fruits of our, our barrel program. Yeah. Um, so this winter song yeah. that we tried. Yes. Yeah, that's delicious. This week. Thank you. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Really it's, good. Yeah. 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 So we've so far we've done an imperial stout that we released at our anniversary, our second anniversary, called Devil's Debt. And then Winter Song we will release this week uh, before the holidays. So they're both barrel aged. Um, the Winter Song is just an imperial winter ale. It's got lots of notes of, like dark fruit, plum, figs, and it's. I think it's coming in around nine percent. But that that's that. That for, just sounds wonderful. I love yeah. figs. It, it's and I a great beer. Yeah. I don't think enough brewers use fig as a as a flavor, and I, oh, I yeah. love figs. So yeah. I don't know why. It's, yeah, it's, it's just a very comforting. <laughs> it is beer. You know, for sure, warms you from the inside out. So that has been sitting in. Uh, and you said nine percent. About nine percent. So yeah, that's, yeah, not too that's, bad. that's what's awesome. It's yeah. approachable. It's right. approachable. You, you, you yeah. talk about those like, I mean, come on, you get a bourbon those county, winter, right? And yeah, it's like thirteen percent, right? You're yeah. like, oh, great. But this is this, yeah, this digestible. One, it's, a, it's still a sipper, but you'll be able to kind of walk yeah. to bed yeah. afterwards. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not stumble. <laughs> right. Uh, Untold Brewing. It's a cool name. Thanks. What, it's like where did it come it's from? It's very, very yeah. in your face. Like, what is where did it come from? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of talked a little bit about my journey to brewing and you know back when i was sitting at my desk doing a different job and all i was thinking about was brewing (laughs) it was kind of i don't know it was just an obsession and then i read this quote actually from maya angelou that said uh there's no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside you cool and Uh, the light bulb went off and i was like that's it that's that's my my life (laughs) yeah so i just it just clicked it was i mean naming a brewery has got to be like one of the hardest things in opening a brewery we hear that a lot we've heard so many like stories yeah you come up with the perfect name and there's like three other breweries just untold (laughs) is badass to me it's like what does untold really mean? Like it's, I feel like a bunch of people could like yeah, have yeah. their own interpretation. No, of I think it. it's, yeah. it's resonated with a lot of people. I think everyone's got yeah. their own untold story. Yeah. You know? Right. It, right. You know, we, we get together and chat over beer and, you know, people open up and uh, maybe they share their own untold story. Did you have any weird plan B names for untold? If untold was unfortunately taken, I, I or was own told almost <laughs> untold something else was like number three. Okay. What was number oh, one wow. and two? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I one one name I'm not going to tell you because there's a That's project in in play. Okay. But, <laughs> yeah. um, the first one actually was Two Roads. Oh, oh. believe it or not, out of Connecticut. Wow. So All I, right. I went to school in Vermont, and there's the uh, the Robert Frost Trail. Yep. And, yep. You know, the, yep. The path not taken. So I was like, "That's it." But, you know, this is my other road, and yeah. uh looked it up and it was taken so yeah. you're like oh shit <laughs> yeah but i mean they they're doing a lot more with it than i probably could have that's a, well, a great brewery fairly so popular. It, yeah <laughs> um, some of the names abigail rebecca then you have pale 143 like okay abigail yeah. rebecca your, your yeah. children's names what are no the, I mean, so what are the names our for? kind yeah. of motto here is every beer has a story okay cool so we do try to brew okay. beers influenced by different stories that we've heard i mean situate has a lot of history so we try to find stories that resonate with us that, yeah. that uh, we think could make a good beer so there is a lighthouse in situate situate light and it's very old and uh during the war of 1812 it was occupied by the lighthouse keeper and his cool. two daughters and one day, all all the townspeople were off, I believe, at church or some sort of, like, you know, gathering. And 
the British started approaching, like a British warship was approaching to attack Situate. And the two daughters didn't have enough time to warn the town about this warship coming. So they picked up a fife and a drum and played the American militia fight song. And legend has it that the British heard this. They thought that the Americans were coming to meet them in battle. So, so they turned. Wow. They retreated. Holy and cow. The two daughters were Abigail and Rebecca. Yeah. Whoa, I love that type. I always That's try. Great. Yeah, no, we I always try to get like, like uh, revolutionary war stories into like, no, we do content yeah, episodes. Yeah. So That's Abigail really cool. was, uh, from the pictures we found, Abigail was the blonde and Rebecca was the brunette. So cool. we brewed a blonde ale and a brown ale. That's, That's awesome. awesome. That's really yeah. cool. Thanks. That's cool. Yeah, you guys have cool names. Devil's Depth. Like, you obviously owe a debt to the devil or something. Yeah, that, that one. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that one, one comes out of the story of uh, the devil and Daniel Webster. Yep. So the was a farmer who had a bad crop year and yep. sold his soul to the devil for a good crop. crop. And seven years later, the devil came to collect his debt and uh, it ultimately went to trial. And the farmer had already promised his heart to his or his soul to his wife, so that the farmer didn't have to give over his soul to the devil and. That was just a cool story that we thought would make a great beer. And it's just yep. the devil's yep. persona is very dark and mysterious. Or like, let's yeah. do an imperial stuff. That's really sure. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So you guys have really cool, simple branding. Um, your cans are, they're not like, oh, like they don't pop out at you. But who does your can art and, and stuff? Thanks. Yeah, it's actually a friend of Kyle's. Yeah. Uh, nice. It's this, this designer who lives out in Colorado. I think Kyle probably grabbed yep. a beer with him this weekend when he was home. Cool. <laughs> nice. Um, and yeah, so he has been doing all the cans for us and yeah. we kind of give him, you know, our concept, what we're yeah. thinking for the beer and, and he runs with it. He's fantastic. Yeah. It's Scott simple, Shack. but it's nice. You know, yeah, it stands it's out, elegant, yeah. especially like the kind of two-tone colored ones. Like that's clearly like, I feel like an ocean sunset kind of a thing. The I mean, one it's in the not meant there? to be. Yeah, yeah. But that's kind of the vibe it gives, yeah, which so is like, oh, Scituate. Like that is yeah. my favorite Scituate. can that we Scituate. Scituate. <laughs> So that one, with purpose, we actually yeah. collaborated with a local artist. I and love that. So she actually designed that, and you'll see her hanging around the brewery. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I like those yeah. over there. Yep. So she yep. designed four different labels for us, and every four-pack has each label. Cool. Oh, that's really cool. That's nice. Really uh, we donated, actually, a dollar from every can. So $4 a four-pack and a yep. dollar from every pour in the tap room to four local charities in Situ. Wow, that's cool. really awesome. Yeah, Thank so you, that's we, awesome. We kicked that off about three weeks ago, and I think what you see in the cooler there is the last remaining with Whatever's purpose. Left? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. awesome. That's so we'll, awesome. we'll tally it all up and uh, make the donation. Um, Untold to me has a, a feeling of, and I don't mean this like in a bad way, but bigger than it actually physically is. I see you guys a lot out there. Your brand's growing tremendously in thanks in, yeah we're in trying. two years like what <laughs> what do you attribute that success to i mean is it just good liquid or what what is it which i mean i think the liquid is fantastic and that it's a huge part of why you know i think we are where we are right now i mean I, kyle and i talk all the time our mantra is we want to brew a beer that someone's going to order a second one of so that's a good yeah. anybody will try a beer once some you know these crazy mm -hmm. concoctions to see you know they don't always turn out the way you thought so we just want to brew a beer that people will order a second one of they'll want another oh, yeah. one so oh, yeah mounts bar ipa sounds great the first time right. maybe not the second time <laughs> yeah, i mean it's, everyone wants to try it yeah uh we'll give them that but you know we, we want people who you know customers who are going to say yeah I, I want another one yeah and that's worked really well for us i mean it's it's helped our distribution grow a lot we're doing all self-distribution right now cool. and all over Massachusetts, just in your general area? We're just on the South Shore yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah we're, we're starting to venture a little bit over the bridge in the Cape Cod mm -hmm. uh, and got a f picked up a few spots in Boston. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is, it's, it's, that's been great because it's, it's those accounts, those, those customers coming to us. So that it, is it awesome. makes oh, it a wow. lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. nice. Uh, what's next for you guys? I mean, you, what, you said two years for you guys? Or? It's been a little over two years. A little yeah. over two years. Yeah, we're going through our 2020 planning right now. Yeah. <laughs> we actually just interrupted one of those meetings earlier today. <laughs> oh, <we did. laughs> uh, but yeah. what, I mean, what's next for you guys? You guys a uh, big brew house, but expansion? We don't have any immediate expansion plans. I mean, we've got a couple kind of small projects in the works. Yeah. I don't want to show my hand just yet. Yeah. Um, but it, the plan is just to keep selling on the south shore for the immediate future i mean they're you know, we're right now really concentrated in situate in the surrounding towns we'd like to get our beer out in the hands of people who want it who are a little further away and it's just yeah. we don't have the ability to get out there right now because yeah. we are self-distribution but mm -hmm. 
if we think we can pick up some more density in those those areas, it makes it a lot easier for us. Yeah. We were talking about the South Shore community with a, a previous uh, brewery that we interviewed. And it's amazing. Uh, we come from the North Shore, Merrimack Valley area, but um, the uh, collaboration that you guys do is, is phenomenal. To have monthly meetings with nine different breweries yeah. like that's that's unheard of in any industry i mean you came from the biomedical field like knowing that <laughs> your field i doubt that you know different different biomedical industries oh, yeah. are meeting up and sharing trade secrets or sharing product i mean i we've heard countless times of people oh i'm out of malt oh we got some we'll, we'll drive some down to you yeah, like it's crazy whatever. it's yeah. the best part yeah it's absolutely the best part to be so collaborative rather than yeah. you know competitive with each other yeah and i mean we are competitive but i mean we're competitive in the way you're competitive with like your childhood friends you know playing pick up basketball like yeah. i want to beat you but at the end of the day we're going to go out afterwards and, and have a beer together and, yeah, and yeah, hang exactly. out and, and, and just and talk so uh that that part is fantastic i think everybody you know at the South Shore Beer Group meeting, they all want to sell the most beer, but no one's going to do anything, you know, cutthroat to do it. Yeah, um, it's just it's it's a it's a good scene. I mean, it's all over the beer community. I think Sam Caligioni said you know, it's ninety nine percent asshole free. You know, so <laughs> it's true. Every yeah, now and then no, I definitely you're going to run that. into one, but uh, yeah. for the most part, you know, everybody's great. Yeah. If you were to give the South Shore, you know, a sentence, what in, in encompassing the scene, what it's like. Go, uh, give it to us. That's a great question too. <laughs> Damn it, Matt. Sorry, guys. I mean, I'm I full of it. <laughs> I drank a lot today. Say growing. I mean, I, I, I honestly don't true, think for sure. people have seen the best the South Shore is going to have to offer. Yeah. You know, and the beer scene is absolutely fantastic right now, but it's getting better. You know, we're going in the right direction. Everyone's growing. The beer, the liquid's getting better and better. Yeah. And there's more collaborations happening. Uh, I think it, it's been, it's so young. I mean, the, the, the South Shore beer group, I mean, most breweries have opened two years or, or less. Or less yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're learning from the folks who've been around a little longer, but it, it's just, it's, a, it's still a very young scene around here and it's going to get better and better. Yeah. Speaking about learning, um, I like asking this question. Oh, if thanks. you wanted to choose something that you could focus on more about the process, even if it's brewing or owning a business, like what would you want to focus on and get better at? Ooh. Like a style of beer. It could be just how, <laughs> again, how you run your business. We are super. We borrowed Ryan from 2020. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We are super excited about our barrel program. I mean, both cool. beers, right. we are just like in love with mm -hmm. um you know the, the devil's debt we already did a variant uh that we aged on coconut and coffee oh my oh, god that one That's sold amazing. out in a weekend wow it, it was it was just fantastic nice. so coconut's such a hard flavor to i feel like yeah. for a brewer so yeah, just, congratulations for able to do that <laughs> it, came out, it came out great and, yeah. and this you know we've got a couple variants in mind for this winter song beer that we're going to release this week so just continuing to grow the barrel program yeah. is very exciting. I know Kyle's jazzed all about it. Yeah. And, uh, it's just, it's something that I think we can do a lot with. Where do you get oh, your barrels sure. from? We get them from a broker in Maine, mm -hmm. um, but it, I forget where they source them from, but they're uh, the ones that we've used, we've used uh, Four Roses and Heaven Hills, all you know, nice. whiskey, nice. whiskey barrels. Whiskey yeah. barrels, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, you guys, two years, I mean, you said you, you don't see any huge expansion, but where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, it's, I mean, still here. We, it, I, I don't know. I feel like there's so much opportunity just in Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see sure. a lot of breweries Try growing expand, and growing yes. really quickly, which yeah. you know scares Kyle and I. It, it's just uh, we want to grow smart. We're gonna, yeah. You know, we, we've, kind of done our research as far as what we think we can handle and what we think the community uh, can handle. So we want to grow smart rather than fast. Yeah. In five years, though, I mean, we do have what we, you know, internally aggressive growth plans to <laughs> get course. the beer into, into, you know, more people's hands. Yeah. So We'd love uh, to see you up north. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> yeah, we yeah. love that. Yeah. Absolutely love that. So, yeah, I mean, th this place, we did, we're on track to do, take over 1,600 barrels Holy this shit. year that's awesome yeah, that's awesome and i think the capacity in here right now is like 2500 barrels so we can yeah. still grow without 
you know, we might have to get some more storage. I'll yeah. say, but right? But not right away. As far as fermenters, <laughs> yeah, there, there's there's room yeah. to grow just in, yeah. in these walls. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. So I guess I'd like to know like a little bit more about you, Matt. Um, you know, what are you drinking at home? What's in your fridge at home? Oh, right now I've got a couple of nice sours that I, I'm really excited about. Um, I'm not a huge sour person, but we did take the, the staff here on kind of a summer outing up to uh, Portland. Maine. Cool. Nice. Uh, there's nice. no good beer up in there. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Such a waste of a trip. Oh, what a tr- why'd you go up there? Uh, so we came back and I brought back some sours uh, from, from Allagash. Yep. Oh, yeah, they're terrible, nice. too. Cool yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Too bad they don't yeah. know what they're doing. I know. Yeah. Oh. I know they're, they're cool, the cool ships are great. Oh, yeah. just yeah. amazing. So yeah. I've been chipping away at those. Uh, I've, had, God, I've had way too many beers in my beer cellar for a long time, so I'm trying yeah. to chip away at yeah. those. A lot mm-hmm. of for sure. big, Ooh. boozy stouts. How do you feel about cellaring beers? Is that something that it's a hype thing, or is it? do you actually agree with it? I definitely agree with it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if the beer was meant to be cellared. cellared. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I've definitely cellared some beers that you know were never intended to yep. have that, so they're all oxidized and just <laughs> didn't, didn't age the way I wanted. But uh, I've got some you know, old beers from Firestone Walker and Deschutes, mm, you know, yep. and, um, some other breweries I brought back when I was still living in Seattle. Cool. So trying to get nice. through those. I don't want them to kind of get past their prime. No. But that, I mean, that's, and then some lagers. Yeah. Love a good, clean, like technically sound lager. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my fridge right now. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Well, would, well, I was going to say, like, what would be your guilty pleasure beer? My guilty pleasure beer... Something like like a real special treat. It could be no. a real special yeah. treat, or the complete opposite, like yeah. something you might you not might want to tell your bar friends. Yeah. Drinking. You might not tell your your friends, your hophead friends. This. Yeah. Um. That's a great question too. I don't honestly. I, I'm pretty predictable when it comes to beers. There's nothing that uh would shock other people. Um, I don't know if I have a good answer to that I mean, you mentioned, like, Rolling Rock earlier, right? That was your first, like, kind of memory, right? Yeah. Would you you still Would you grab a Rolling Rock? Yeah, (laughs) would you get a Rolling Sock? I don't think I would, actually. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. I I think I've been... uh, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I think I've been jilted. (laughs) (laughs) It's Um, tough. We live in a world where there's... Very good beer, pretty much everywhere yeah, that you exactly. go. Even you go Easy to like to a Seven Eleven. You mentioned you sell out of Seven Eleven. Yeah, it's like I honestly, actually, now that you say, it, I, I am a sucker for a good PBR. Oh, okay, me too. there you me go. Too, there good, you go. A great golf course beer. That, yeah. that is, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, we're always curious how brewers uh, solicit feedback about their beer because uh, it's easy for when you make an artisan product, anything you make for someone to say, oh, it's the best thing I've ever had. But you know, deep down, they're telling you a bunch of bullshit, <laughs> right? right? Um, how do you guys solicit feedback? Obviously, I'm sure it's all untapped and, and beer advocate, right? Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think that's where most brewers uh, come up with their new recipe ideas. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have an internal kind of like uh, sensory program cool. that we're still working on, and hopefully it's going to be, you know, better and better. Uh, but we do like triangle tests. So Kyle or yep. I or somebody will set up a test with two different beers, three glasses. We don't tell, yep. you know, the participants which is which, and you have to kind of pick mm-hmm. which is the odd beer out and which one you like better, yep. why, yep. your confidence score. You know, if you can't tell the difference, it's like a one confidence mm-hmm. score. Mm-hmm. If you know exactly which is the, the different beer, you give it a 10 confidence. It just helps us kind of rate. Yeah. If, you, if you're it's good education it's for your staff yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we always talk about you know kind of debrief at the end well this one was intentionally like you know oxidized right that's yeah. why you know we included it and this is what happens if the beer sits on the shelf too long and just cool. try to yeah. get everybody yeah that's awesome education as as, yeah it's been it's a lot of fun too I think any that, breweries listening I want do more that. breweries yeah. to yeah. do that, <laughs> do that please. yeah it helps well, you know. as a consumer when you're sitting at a bar and you're like I can't tell I if I like this or right, not. Right, yeah. like you want to know more about that style or that beer or what happens. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, and just... Yeah, yeah and it keeps everyone here just like, you know, honest. engaged. Yeah. Right. Honest. And, right. And you, yeah, exactly. Yeah, a lot of homebrew clubs do triangle tests all the time. You know, yeah. like they'll make, uh, you know, two batches. One was just changed very slightly. Mm-hmm. And then they'll present it to the club and be like, you know, which one do you like better? Hmm. You know, and do it that way. 
Yeah, yeah, we used to do that yeah. all the time. At, uh, where Kyle and I used to work at Georgetown. They, yeah. you know, brew into two different fermenters, yeah. and slightly different recipes, and then blend it into a larger bright tank. So yeah. you know, the average person can't tell the difference, right. but you can can kind of run some really cool yeah. tests. Yeah. 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 Harkening back to your homebrew days, how many of your homebrew recipes have turned into untold brews? <laughs> uh, you, the winter song is one. Nice, cool. um, nice. And then I, I brewed a version of that too. Uh, my last job so that that one i'm really happy with um i mean pale 143 so that it's named after mine at light which flashes 143 for i love you yep yep yep. that one i've been working on for a long time the plan was always you know one yeast four i think it's got four different hops and three different malts in it cool yeah so i've been working on that the hops have changed seriously the story behind every beer yeah 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 that's what we try to do so that one is probably the one that stuck around. Yeah. Um, the other home, yeah, I mean, you're a home brewer, you experiment right. all the time. I right, did some right. Truly awful beers. <laughs> that, that yeah. Have no business in the commercial brewery. Right, <laughs> right, right. Nice. It's cool though. Somebody took a chance on 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 you at one point. And I am forever grateful. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, I. Uh, I'm going to owe Manny at Georgetown a, a world of thanks for the rest of my life. He literally changed my life. So yeah. do you try to push that forward here, the team that you have here? I mean, you, it's not just you brewing here. You have a no, I mean, honestly, Kyle and I started out. We, we were brewing together and, and did everything ourselves. And the way we've grown, we've had to kind of pivot a little bit. So Kyle runs production entirely, and I've kind of had to. The business move side. into yeah i know paying bills and taxes and the, the not so fun, <laughs> the fun stuff. stuff right right, yeah, right. Yeah. the important um, stuff though yeah but it's it's out of necessity yeah so it's you know we still we talk about everything so it's uh you know hopefully as the brewery continues to grow it'll open up opportunities for other people who have been with us since the beginning and we've got just an incredible team here that i want to be able to you know have them grow with us and, and cool. kind of learn new things and and help contribute to the success of, of what we're doing here. How many people do you employ right now? Right now, I believe we have 12 people total. Nice. That's awesome. Nice. nice. Yeah. 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 It's great. I mean, everyone. That's a humbling feeling here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, the scariest thing was hiring our first employee. Like, oh, I can imagine. <laughs> you really want to work for us? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, we're very humbled and grateful that people, you know, believed in, in us and, and, you know, trusted us enough to, to, come and start a career with us so we just want to be able to make it worth their while in the long run yeah cool well i think we've kind of hit all the questions that we typically ask ryan do you have anything else no no (laughs) no i I think it's time to get uh to know our friend here a little bit more about him well we already found out ask those questions we did already find out that he doesn't have a favorite domestic beer i know (laughs) But, um, but if we you were, ask. I can ask this one if you okay, want. No, or do you want to ask? No, you ask that I'm one. Take a drink before this one. No, no, no. It's not <laughs> even that bad. Um, if you were unfortunately faced with your last meal, uh, what would be your beer and food pairing? Wow. We've been doing this for a little while, so we have a couple <laughs> questions yeah. in our sleeves. <laughs> oh, very thought provoking. Yeah. Um, oh, just wait till our last one. My. My last meal would have to be some sort of a very rich, like steak or. You're not the. Mm. You're the. Just, yeah. You heard that uh, one today, uh, today. Yeah. Mouthwatering, yeah. Rare, steak, medium lots rare. Of char, medium rare. Ooh, okay. Yep, yep. And uh, barrel aged Dark Star from Fremont Brewing. Cool. Ooh, was, all yeah, right. That's, all that's right. Probably my favorite beer. Nice. Nice. Cool. So we know what's in Matt's fridge at home. We know that he doesn't drink guilty pleasure beer, and we know <laughs> a steak and a and a dark stout. Um, I think more importantly, our listeners at this point want to go to Untold. So where can we find you physically, and then on the internet? So in Situate, we are at uh, in the Greenbush neighborhood. So just off the Rotary uh, on Three A. Yep. And Situate, we always joke it's not on the way to anything, but. People, if you're passing through on 3A, we are like a quarter mile down the road on Country Way, cool. six old Country Way. And what was the second question? Interwebs. Internets. www.untoldbrewing.com. All right. And Untold on all. We are on, yeah, all social media, just at Untold Brewing. Cool. 
and yeah, could give us a follow. And what uh, see days what are you open? To. Right now, we're open Tuesday through Sunday. Okay. Now, is that just winter hours or does summer so expand? So it's kind of like holiday hours, and okay. then come January, it, it will be less. So okay. will, we will move to Thursday to okay. Sunday in the tap room. But yeah, we got twelve taps here. Do food trucks on the weekends. Nice. Um, now, yeah. what about summer? Do you expand the hours for summer? We do. Cool. Yep. Yeah. So, so just follow them on Instagram and Facebook to find out their hours. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We like to we like to have fun here. So cool. yeah, we, we try to do lots of events. Yeah. yeah. I can tell you guys change your hours a lot because it looks like you can like actually write <laughs> in write the your hours yeah. in. Yeah. 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 On the door. <laughs> it's, I saw that and I'm like, that's such a good idea. Oh, yeah. we're, we're all getting <laughs> schizophrenic around here. It's yeah. the holidays. It's just. So one thing I did notice, and I love that you guys actually do this. Um, I'm a big propo- uh, proponent of allowing uh, families at breweries, but you actually have a 21 plus area. We he, do. Yeah. Can yeah. you just talk about that for a second before we? Yeah. Sign I mean, off? I mean, I've got a family. I've got two young kids, yeah. and I like going to a brewery with my kids. On the other hand, I like going to my brewery, to a brewery without kids, and yeah. I don't want kids yeah. to bother me uh, when I'm there as an adult. So. We wanted to create an area that kind of served both crowds. Cool. Um, this is the first time I've ac- actually seen two correct yeah. segregated. I say that with air quotes <laughs> areas. Yes, <laughs> I, mean, I mean that like in the most positive way. Yeah, right. And yeah. So yeah, so that is the adults only area on that side of the wall. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that side of the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. But it's it's a family friendly brewery. It's family yeah. friendly. Yep. Yeah, and we are, you know we, we allow kids up till seven p.m. So if you don't want to see a kid at all, come after seven. Cool. Yeah. And, or uh, the kids might tear down no. the wall. Animal yeah. friendly. <laughs> and we are dog friendly as cool. well. Yeah. I love awesome. it. Cool. Well, Matt, thank Very you good. so much for yeah. taking some time out of your day. And yeah. We have one more question for you. Just one more question. <laughs> Erica? Yeah. Take it away. Awesome. <laughs> um, what are you most proud of? What am I most proud of? Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. I mean. Throwing him off his game. That somebody <laughs> drank a beer I made. Uh, that is all right. I, I mean, every time I think of that, it, it blows my mind a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, that, that, you know, I, again, I, in previous life, I didn't make a product. I just kind of went and talked to people. Right. And, and it yeah. was, it was, a, it was a nice job. It was a great job, but making something and having someone like it enough to buy it and then buy it again is yeah. so humbling and it's yeah. just incredible. So really proud of that. Yeah. that no, that's be, awesome. Yeah, you should be proud of that. For sure. Yeah. And For I sure. think, I think that's what makes, uh, brewing like an art you know yeah totally, totally. Yeah. i mean it's, it's it's definitely a, a kind of self-expression it's, yeah exactly yeah. You know, it's, it's the idea you come up with and then you, you know, put, yeah. put your craft to work and make yeah. something and think yeah. people get to taste what you envisioned it's great yeah. so matt thank you again for doing this interview with us and uh anyone out there listening to podcast land make sure you make your way down to untold yeah in all the breweries in the south shore in because honestly shore. like Let's support this community. It's a newer community, and let's grow it. It's a great beer um, scene. Because there's a lot of beer where we're from, and it's wonderful. But it's important to grow a, a total community as, as a whole. Agreed. Totally agree. Yeah. All right. Well, cheers, Matt. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank on you. Yeah, cheers. Last minute. <laughs> Glad you all could stop by. This is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Well, thank you guys for listening to episode 108 with untold yeah that episode's awesome thank you so much to matt for taking the time out to do this uh i know that we set this up super last minute with him and actually uh, we big shout out to our homies at Widowmaker who made this interview possible yeah we yeah we literally were like we really want to interview these guys oh hold on let me call them and yeah we got it set up that day it was amazing so, it was cool we failed to mention in the intro like how awesome the South Shore beer scene it really is so huge shout out to all the people in the South Shore that are kicking butt uh, amazing. we this is just a sign that we need to go back down there when everything settles down because we don't have any more South Shore episodes that's right this is the last one this is the last one sad face don't worry we do have plenty of episodes in the can for you guys we have a couple that we have not released so we are good for a couple weeks wouldn't you say so sound guy I, you know, I, yes. <laughs> Perfect response. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that was very, that was awful. I'm sorry, guys. Eloquent, if you will. Yes, we, we have a few in the can. That's great. Uh, so next week, we are actually going to do a content episode. Um, our goal is to do a tutorial on hop growing. Yeah. Yeah, which we, I've been reading a lot of articles. A lot of people are turning to 
chickens to have some sustainment at their house or home gardening. And we figured in that same vein, why don't we do hop, hop growing? Tis the season. Yeah. And we, hop we, growing. We know that hop rhizomes are available at Beer and Wine Hobby right now. And you can use our promo code BrewRoots for 10% off. You can. That's right. So until next week, thank you guys for listening. Rate, subscribe, share, tell everybody about our podcast because we want to continue to do it. And stay safe out there. Wash your hands. Try and beer. Drink beer. Wash your hands. Exactly. Yeah. Or and, just drink beer. Yeah. And, and big shout out to all our friends in the brewing industry who are keeping this thing alive. We're really like, it's really amazing to see all of what you guys are doing. And, uh, I support local. To support local, and I cannot wait to come to your place in the summer. Responsibly, of course. So, until next week. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.